Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Bank of Canada report. And uh, the governor of the Bank of Canada has alerted this country to be aware of the possibility of, listen to this now, interest rates not staying low forever. And uh, he has some concerns about the housing market and what it might do to individual economies and to the national economy. For anything that has to do with economics, we go to Dr. Eric Kam, professor of macroeconomics at Ryerson University in Toronto, he joins us on The Roy Green Show. Dr. Cam, thank you very much for the time. What uh, what is Mr. Macklem really saying to us? Um, here's what he's saying, is that since the start of COVID, there has been completely unrealistic expectations of finances because the Bank of Canada and the government have kept liquidity and to support the financial system at such a high level that you could argue, but it's not a negative, that there's been this false sense of economic security. Uh, people just had a feeling like things are going to be okay and they're only going to get better. But to that extent, the housing, and I'm going to call it a crisis, and then we'll get back to whether it is or not. People used to complain and, and cry in this country about credit card debt. This was I remember when credit card debt was the hot topic. That's well, right. this mortgage debt That's right, right. Has, has completely, completely offset, more than offset, credit card debt. So if I can for a second, the, the problem is, again, you have this false sense of security given to the Canadian population because of what the Bank of Canada and the government had to do. They had to maneuver liquidity. They had to keep the financial system running or it would have seized up. But now what you've got is households have taken on such large mortgages compared to their income. Uh, they have so little flexibility in terms of a negative shock, something like a job loss. I mean, job losses are never good. But if you're a Canadian who, because of the pandemic, is spending a ridiculous amount of time at home, uh, enjoying your leisure hours, so many people have either said, let's get a bigger place to live or invest in our place to live and gone into debt to do it. Now, you combine that with simple economics, which is, Demand for housing is through the roof. Supply of housing has not significantly changed. And both things have the price of houses at unprecedented levels. Now, you said interest rates may not stay the same. Well, I hope people listened to Dr. Macklem this week because he said they are not going to stay the same. They are going up. He said it in a quote, they are going back up. So therefore, good listenership, if people don't stop bidding up the prices of houses, we are going to have a mortgage debt crisis. There is no question that it is coming. So how close to the margins do you think we are? Now, let me just, before before you answer that, I think we're, Canadians have about $1.76 debt. I'm within a couple of pennies. $1.76 debt for each dollar of income. We knew that from polling done just a couple of months ago that 53 or 54% of Canadians are within $200 and not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. And now we have this concern that, 
we've gone way over our heads, way over our limits, way over what makes sense in in uh, either fixing up our homes or buying a new house. How close to the margins are we? We are exceptionally close to the margins, Roy. Uh, but if, and I know this is a big if, if interest rates were to stay at historically low levels, and if we avoided negative economic shocks and what the Bank of Canada likes to call trigger events, we'd be okay. The problem is, is one of those things you know is going to change. You know interest rates are going up. And a trigger event, like some shock to your income or these increased interest rates, they are going to set off collapsing dominoes. You're going to have this elevated level of indebtedness is going to create further market imbalance. It's going to cause a decrease in what we like to call market fundamentals or a strength in the market. That may cause greater debt difficulty, reduced credit access, negative wealth effects, and then you're going to have households losing their household. That's going to cause decreases in consumption. And that's how you get spirals in the economy. So what we really need people to do is remember, while interest rates are low, while hopefully they are not suffering from a negative shock, put your financial house in order now. Where does this, and and we've talked about this uh, on the air, you and I already several times, but within the context of our conversation today, where does this term, there are billions of pent-up dollars just waiting to be spent and drive the economy forward, where does that fit into the discussion? Um, I don't think it does fit into the discussion. The discussion isn't about whether the money is there to spend or not. The money is being spent. It's beside the point. The problem is, is what happens if that spending continues, but the cost of borrowing for that spending rises, Roy. Yeah. Let me switch gears entirely here. We're going to be talking uh, with um, the Vice President of the Chamber of Commerce, National Chamber of Commerce, tomorrow about this. And we spoke with the two mayors of Niagara Falls, Ontario and New York, last weekend about it. But where does the reopening of the land border between Canada and the United States factor into stabilizing or creating an economic reality which ultimately is beneficial? How important is that at this time? Uh, I wouldn't call it essential, and I'll tell you why. There was a time when everybody thought that international trade was the be-all and the end-all of economics and that exports and imports drove the economy. But as we've proven in the last little while, that isn't necessarily true. And the percentage of GDP that is taken from imports uh, or exports isn't what it used to be. And I don't suppose it's going to go back to that level anytime soon. So don't get me wrong. Exports help our GDP. Imports hurt our GDP. But you also have to remember that if borders open, things are going to happen like more flights and more travel. And of course, you know, Toronto is a tourist destination, so it would help. So I guess my long-winded answer is it would be nice to open the borders. It would only help GDP, but it is not anywhere near the cure-all, people think. And I would put it well below this household crisis of indebtedness if you were asking me to rank them. Okay, one more question for you. And this has to do with the business sectors or the sectors of our economy that have struggled and are struggling precisely and specifically because of COVID. And uh, we've talked about this as well, but where are we now with sectors such as, you know, let's talk about uh, tourism, let's talk about hospitality, let's talk the hotels that are struggling. And not long ago, we spoke with the president of the Hotel Association of this country, and there was a concern about 50% of them may, may not make it. Where, just how tenuous are things for the large business sectors of Canada that were struggling because of COVID? 
no better. They're still ridiculously uh, tenuous. They are hanging on for dear life. And what we're going to have to do is that as we come out of this, somewhere in that three point, five point, whatever color plan the leaders are talking about, we are going to have to start providing massive subsidies only now not to not serve, not to the consumers, but we're going to have to start providing subsidies and tax breaks to these companies. And Canadians are going to have to stop bellyaching that billionaires don't deserve tax breaks and subsidies because these people are right on the brink of having these businesses shut forever. Yeah, let's remember who actually pays salaries. Let's remember who the entrepreneurs are. Let's remember the fact that business is not bad. Employment is not bad. Employers are not bad. Let's let's remember that. By the way, are you a Leafs fan? Uh, I am a Leafs fan, but I don't want to wade into that debate. I just want to come for dinner with you and Isaac. No, oh, okay. That's fine, as long as you're buying. As long, no, uh, let, me, I, let me rephrase that. As long as I'm not buying. I, I don't care, which, I don't care who buys. It's just not going to be me. Exactly. Dr. Bogash can take us out for dinner. I'm all for that. <laughs> let him know. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 